Today is Sunday, September 25th, 2022, and this is Five Hundred by Midnight, the original Las Vegas podcast, show number 846. I hope that you're having an enjoyable stay here in Las Vegas, and also hope that you have been fortunate. I do wish that for you. We're gonna give Daddy the Rain Man suite. Do you think that? We're going to Vegas, Mike. Vegas! Do you think we get there by midnight? Money, we're gonna be up 500 by midnight. Vegas! Vegas, baby, Vegas! Las Vegas. Hello, everybody. This is Tim. And this is Michelle. Welcome to Five Hundred by Midnight. How are you today? I'm fine. How are you? I'm doing all right. I need to turn you up a little bit, I think. Okay. All right. Is that better? Sure, I guess. Oh, too loud. No, I'm too loud. All right. I don't want to <sighs> silence you. Oh, thanks. Um, yeah, so hey, we're back. We were in Vegas and had a good time. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk a little bit about that today and on our next show. And we're going to get caught up on some news and whatnot. So that sounds like a good time, eh? Sure. Before we do that, a reminder that this podcast is listener-supported by our amazing patrons. They include a few folks here who have been around for a while. Bob K., Joe and Charlotte, R.R., David Ballard, and Ian M. Thank you to these and all of our patrons. We do appreciate your support. If you'd like to join them, you can visit patreon.com slash 500 for all the details. We throw some bonus content your way as our way of saying thank you. I'm thinking we'll probably do a chat sometime in October. Sure. Those are always fun. And uh, other stuff on the way. So, okay, let's get caught up on a few quick news items from when we were gone. And then we'll talk about a few things from our trip and relive the magic. <clears throat> all right, so um, several months ago, back in March... Podcast number 823, we discussed that there was apparently going to be a food hall at Aria, replacing the buffet. At that point, I was basing it off of uh, applications that they had filed with Clark County, and the working name of the food court was Superfoods. That has changed. They have announced the food hall. It is now official, and it is going to be called Proper Eats. What do you think of the name Proper Eats? Sure, whatever. I'm not a big fan of eats. No? No. It's, I don't know. I don't know. I never have been. Hmm. But anyway, it's fine. What Pro- about proper? Oh, only if said by MC Hammer. Okay. All right. So we have a few details about proper eats. There are going to be 12 restaurant stalls in all. They've announced four of them. The four that they've announced are uh, Soulbird, which is from London. That's a Korean street food mm. restaurant. Wexler's Deli from L.A., that'll be deli food, probably sandwiches and things like that. Egghead from New York, which is breakfast. It looks to be uh, another version of Egg Slut or Sun's Out, Bun's Out, except for without the... They're going with a nerd name instead oh, of a... Instead of a spicy name. Instead of a double, meaning a double entendre name. And finally, uh, Tamaki, which is a new restaurant, and that will be sushi and ham- hand rolls. I almost said ham rolls. That would be mm. an entirely different thing, and it would mm-hmm. be weird to team up ham rolls with sushi. Yes. But anyway, that's not what they're having. Sushi and hand rolls. Um, and then there will be eight others to be announced. So I look forward to this. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, this will do well at Aria. So it's going to be on the second floor. It used to be the buffet space, and it's supposed to open early this winter. That'll be good because they have a couple options for fairly quick bites, but they need more. Yes. We will, uh, we'll be talking about, we spent a little bit of time at Aria, so we'll be talking about some of that in the next couple of weeks. Um, but yeah, I think this fits in well. I think they could use something fast. I think they could use more breakfast options. Mm-hmm. So hooray for this edition. Uh, as we've discussed a few times, the food hall concept seems to be taking off. The last several years, we've got Block 16 over at Cosmopolitan that seems to be doing quite well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got Famous Foods at at uh, Resorts World. Yep. And I like these. Uh, it gives you a lot of options in a relatively small space. And they're not, as opposed to the food court, which is essentially the same thing, but with lesser 
options, like with your chain mm-hmm. options that you can find. Which has a place. It's fine, yeah. But this at least is like, oh, I'm trying something new or something from mm-hmm. a different part of the country or the world that they happen to have a location here. And I don't know. I'd rather have that than, oh, Sabaro. Yeah. Or, you know, Johnny Rockets, which are your common food court. Panda Express. Exactly. Speaking of food courts, in that same podcast in March, we mentioned that New York, New York was getting a a small food court, and there are now a little bit. Uh, there's now a little bit more information about that in terms of what the restaurants will be, and this is from What's Now Vegas. The three restaurants that are slated to open over the next few months at New York, New York, in the food court are Capriati's, which is a Las Vegas area sandwich shop. Mm-hmm. I think they actually had a location here for a while. Yeah, yeah, it's gone now, but. They, I think they tried to expand farther out. I don't know if maybe it didn't make it or hmm. maybe they're slowing that down. But anyway, that's a pretty good sandwich. Uh, Wing Zone and Bonanno's Pizzeria, which is a staple in the Las Vegas food court. There are a bunch of those around. So eh, nothing to go out of your way for, but mm-hmm. if you're there, you can probably get a decent, quick something. So um, yeah, those are going to be opening, like I said. Is that the only Capriati's on the strip? It might be. I'm not sure. Eh, good point. Uh, yeah, so there you go. In that same general area, Tropicana, we've been talking about that a lot in the past few weeks because it is about to transition to a Bally's-owned property. That is happening tonight. So as we mentioned on the previous show, there's not going to be a ton of massive changes immediately. That'll happen probably a year or two down the line. However, they are planning on converting the Players Club right away, and in order to do that, they are shutting down the casino floor beginning tonight at 11.59 p.m. through all day tomorrow, and they're planning to reopen sometime on Tuesday. So if you're in Las Vegas and you're thinking, I'm going to go gamble at Tropicana, you might have to hold off on those plans, and it would be weird that you had those plans because rarely does anybody have that thought. Um I know a couple of people who are fond of the place. I know. I'm just thinking now Subway Mike is going, yes. no. <laughs> um, that is exactly. So, no. yes. Anyway, that's happening. Beyond that, beyond the conversion to the Bally's. I I'm sure Chris is fond of the place that he, because he hit a royal That's there. right. I think yeah. it's uh, Bally's Rewards is their new players club that they'll be converting to. So, uh, that'll be coming soon. And uh, any additional changes are probably going to be a while down the road. But we'll continue to cover anything that happens with Tropicana now that it is no longer in the hands of Penn National and now in the hands Bring of Bring back Alice. airplay. That's all I ask. That's never going to happen. I know. That, yeah. That, that was, They're uh, probably not limber anymore. Yeah. How old are those dudes now? I don't know. All right. Uh, something we don't talk about very often is an, one of the attractions. We are, we're always talking about new attractions, usually immersive, coming to the Strip. One that's been around for quite a while now is Madame Tussauds. That's the Wax Museum. We haven't been there in many years because it's not one of those things that you're going to return to again and again. Although it seems like there have been enough changes where I'd be willing to check it out again. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, over the years, they bring in new wax figures. And they've done a few different things there. I know they have like a hangover movie-themed bar in there. and uh, Apparently, they had a... Um, a virtual reality room and they're they're gutting that and they're going to turn it into some other thing kind of along the same lines they're um they're converting it into a small theater called the dark matter theater but again it seems like it's some sort of a virtual reality ride because they're going to have um they're putting up a theater screen and ride chairs so i I'm not a, it's not a big space, so it's not going to... Ride chairs. Not, it almost sounds like you said ride shares. <laughs> it will be It'll be sponsored by Uber. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's not going to be one of those things where like you're suspended, I don't think. And Yeah. But, but I guess it would be some sort of a film, and then there's shit going on. They haven't announced the details, but anyway, this, there was a permit film, a permit filing for this. And if anybody's interested in Madame Tussauds or what's going on there, that is an update. All right. One of the things we did in Las Vegas, we're not in, we're not fully going on to our, our our trip segment, but this touches on it. We we wandered through Bally's to see how the transition to uh, Horseshoe is going, and there's some noticeable difference differences. They've mm. been doing some painting. Yes. Kind of a lovely mauve, <laughs> um, and a few you know just a few. Not a ton. I don't don't even know if they had the new carpeting in, although it probably wouldn't be hard to tell because if you look at Caesars Entertainment carpeting, it's usually filthy. Yep. See also Planet Hollywood. Yes. We went to Planet Hollywood 
briefly. And again, I always, I think maybe because they have a lighter color carpet or parts of it are lighter colored, mm-hmm. I always tend to notice it there. Again, like just filthy, like disgusting. Have you ever cleaned this carpet? Anyway, we're not talking about that right now. We're talking about Bally's and the conversion to Horseshoe. One of the things that they did, and I posted a picture on the Facebook group, is, um, and I like the concept. Mm-hmm. It appears that they're bringing back the old Binion style million dollar display. Mm-hmm. The original, the original million dollar display at Binion's had a horseshoe shaped frame, mm-hmm. and it had ten thousand dollar bills making up a million dollars. You could have your picture taken by it for free. It was a thing people did for years, and then later on they got rid of that. They sold off the money, and they ended up bringing back a similar thing, but it was like $100 bills in a Uh cube or something, and that's gone now too. So Horseshoe, near the uh, restaurants, like the the new steakhouse, Jack Binion's, kind of going heading back into that area by the lounge, um, there is a horseshoe-shaped million-dollar display. Uh And if you take a look at it, it is indeed $10,000 bills. I posted a picture of the display as well as a close-up of the $10,000 bills, and our eagle-eyed observers on the Facebook group were quick to point out all of those bills had the same serial number. (laughs) And uh, someone else found that that serial number is the same as the serial number. If you Google $10,000 bill, Mm. the first image that comes up is that particular note. So that's the most Caesars thing ever. Yes. Fucking lazy bullshit. Um, I tweeted something about it. I, I like to shame tweet at Caesars because they're so deserving of, mm-hmm. of shame tweets. I said, leave it to Caesars to you know, put up a display like this with fake money. And uh, a couple of our very helpful listeners then retweeted that, made sure to tag the, the uh, gaming <laughs> control board as well as Secret Service because it seems like that could be in violation of some counterfeit laws and gaming regulations about having... Fake money on the premises. Hmm. So we'll see what comes of that. Oh, boy. But seriously, if you're going to have a display, have the fucking display. But don't have it be fake. That's just... That's really lame. Really lame. And just vintage Caesars. So, anyway. If you want to have your picture taken with some fake money, you can do that for a little while, at least at Bally's. Fucking idiots. Had to get pissed off about something. Mm Mm-hmm. Got, uh, got a return to normal. Speaking of outrage. This week. Rest assured that I was on the internet within minutes registering my disgust throughout the world. In outrage. This is bullshit. All right. Something that's been moderately controversial over the last couple of years. A lot of casinos have made some changes to their ATMs. Their ticket in, ticket out redemption machines Mm -hmm. at first it was as a result of the coin shortage that was going on nationally they removed uh, not all but most casinos at least on the strip and several of them downtown quit stocking their machines with coins Mm -hmm. some of them i enjoy this option you have the option to either get a voucher Mm -hmm. for your coins that you can cash in at the cage or Donate it to charity, and there's a choice of several charities on the screen. Yep. I like that. I, I like that, too. I personally hate carrying around change. Oh, I know. So I'm overjoyed at not... Like, if I can donate 80 cents to Neon Museum or Ma Museum or something, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, not all of them have the donation option. Some just automatically kick out the voucher. Mm-hmm. You have to take it to the cage... If you want your change. I think or, some of them have a ticket in, ticket out kind of thing that you can actually use in a machine. Okay. But I've seen more of them that have the, take this to the cage if you want your change. Oh. Yeah, I usually, if I'm if I'm not feeling lazy, I'll just go into a nearby machine and put it there and like do a spin or something. Yeah, some of them have that. Like I said, some of them. If it doesn't have the charitable option. Yep. Uh, but some of them just print out a little receipt you have to take to the cage. You can't use it in a machine. Mm-hmm. Depends on the on the casino. On the property. Okay. So MGM is one of those. Um, MGM Resorts is one of the companies that has made this change, and there is now a lawsuit from a woman in Louisiana. It's filed in Mississippi. It's over um, Beau Rivage in 
in Mississippi, but this they're hoping it'll become a class action, mm-hmm. in which case Las Vegas would be affected. And since it's getting a lot of attention, I figured we would briefly discuss discuss it. Um, the argument over this, the reason she's filing the lawsuit, she's claiming there's not enough um, notice that you have to take this to the cage. She was out 19 cents. Oh, no. Yeah. So, of course, you know, hire a lawyer over the 19 cents. Mm-hmm. Seems logical. So she wants to file a class action suit saying they didn't have proper signage and notification, and therefore, we're keeping your money. And Isn't it specifically printed on the ticket? I thought so, but I don't know. I don't know. Apparently not in, in this person's mind. Um, again, anybody can sue anybody for any reason at any time. So whether this has any merit at all, mm-hmm. I don't know. Don't know whether it will go ahead or not, whether it will become a class action, which inevitably would provide a lot of money for the attorneys and no money for anybody else, especially when you're talking about a matter of sense anyway. Um, but this has become a, a thing like people are outraged about mm-hmm. the that you have to go to the cage if you want your change. Because even though the coin shortage is no longer a thing, they've continued doing that. Mm-hmm. Probably found out it was easier. Yeah. Um, easier for them for not having to keep change in their machines. And, mm-hmm. and yes, maybe they are making some money off it. I believe if this has the same rules as the ticket in, ticket out vouchers from machines, yeah. for those that go in cash, the majority of the money goes to the state. 75% goes to the state, 25% to the casino. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, sure, they're still keeping some of it and making however much, a couple million bucks a year or whatever. But um, the argument that has come up a couple times is that this is another example of the casino nickel and diming you. Mm-hmm. I have a hard time making that connection because you're not, you have an option mm-hmm. to go and get your change. And once you know about it, like, okay, it happens once, it's annoying. Oh, shit, I have to go to the cage too. Mm-hmm. Then wouldn't you just go to your go to the cage every time to cash yeah. out your tickets? I know that there can be a wait there, but more often than not, it's not more than a minute. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I'm I'm having trouble being outraged about this. And trust me, there's plenty of things I'm outraged about that are completely equally nonsensical. Mm-hmm. See table side anything, mm-hmm. but the the whole change thing doesn't. And part of it might be because I hate change. I mean. Coins, coins, that kind of change. I don't mind the other type of change. That's fine, but I don't know. Do you have any feelings about this? Do are you are you outraged over this? Do you find it a major inconvenience? No. <laughs> All right, great. I just great input. <laughs> I, I do not have outrage. I'm indifferent. Yeah, it just it doesn't seem like that big of a deal to me. Yeah. but it wasn't that long ago that people were outraged over ticket in, ticket out. Remember those days? Mm-hmm. That even becoming a thing. And then it was like, oh, people are going to lose their jobs. Yeah, well, I know that's unfortunate, but advancement. Anyway, so there you go. Some outrage to keep an eye on. You can choose your position and decide whether to be outraged by having to go to the cage. I don't think the casino owes it to you to make it um, make the redemption of those tickets available at the machines. Yeah. I don't know. You're having trouble working up any any sort of I am. Opinion I'm having trouble like caring. <laughs> all really. right, that's fine. I know that's a good. There you go. That's it. I'm having trouble caring. I'm like more entertained by the by the outrage. People are really super pissed off about about this. Focus it on something that matters, like tableside guac. Mm-hmm. That's my suggestion. All right, moving along. Let's get out of that. Let's get out of that boring topic and talk a little bit about our trip. That will be more uh, enjoyable, I think. And uh, we're going to talk about a few aspects of our trip. I think we're going to hold off on food and beverage stuff for the most part until next week. Okay. But some basic stuff. Um, let's start off with the always fun topic of gambling. Always fun? The topic is, the actual act of it can be um, frustrating at times. How was your gambling? Eh. Not it, great. It was not as bad as the previous trip. Okay. But it was still not great. I'm sorry to hear that. I don't like when you have bad gambling trips. It's more fun when you're having good gambling trips. It, it is more fun when I'm having good gambling trips. This uh, is like three or four in a row where I have not had good I know. gambling You've trips. Had, I know. And you, for it's, it is such a, um, and everybody who goes to Las Vegas with any, you know, regularity has experienced this where it's just so up and down. Like mm-hmm. I've had several fairly good trips um, in a row. 
but I had a streak before that where I had, you know, the bad run yeah. for a couple of years. You're more tolerant of right. that than yeah, I am, though. That's true. So uh, I'm sorry that you had a bad trip. I had. I actually at least cashed out a couple times. That helps. And I saw quads before my very own eyes. It was very exciting. Did you capture them on film? I did not. Well, wait, I did, but I did not share them with anyone. I just captured them for posterity so I could make So it made you feel like you were doing something big. Yeah. I understand that. So I had, this is, I want to make a point with my gambling here. And I always like to mention up front, I don't recommend my gambling practices to anybody. (laughs) I, I have weird... I played on um, mostly video poker again, some slot machines, no table games. Mm-hmm. But my, I don't, I don't encourage anybody to model what they're doing after me. And here's why I make that point. Last trip out, you may recall, I had several hand paid jackpots. I had three royal flushes in one trip, which is a very rare occurrence, mm-hmm. and came home with a tidy profit. Here's the point I want to make. You think, oh, you're going to hit, you know, you hit three royals, you're guaranteed to come home with a nice profit, right? Mm-hmm. Check this out. Because of the manner in which I gamble, I attribute that to both the fact that I hit three royals again. Mm-hmm. But. And it still ended up losing money. Not a ton, but a little bit. And here's why. Last mm-hmm. trip, I was playing a lot of like 50 cent dollar machines. Yep. Um, Single some, line? Some quarter. Multi-line. Yeah. Okay. I love multi-line machines, and I'll tell you about that in a minute, too, in case I haven't fully explained why. Um <laughs> This, this time I played a little bit of that, but more so I was playing quarter multi-line yeah. with way more lines, mm-hmm. 20, 25 lines, okay. which is a lot, okay? Um, but I'm turning through a lot of money, and I'm putting, putting, playing a lot of hands. Mm-hmm. So the fact I hit three royals, it's probably ahead of you know average in terms of the number of hands mm-hmm. that I played, but probably not that much. Um, when you're playing that many hands, obviously the chances are you're going to... You're going to see a royal or two? Yeah. Not always, but it happens. Again, I don't recommend this to anyone. Although, for the people... (laughs) For the people who are waiting for that first royal? (laughs) Yeah, for the people who have said, I've been playing for 20 years and haven't hit a royal, play more hands. You'll get it. You might lose money, but you'll get it. (laughs) Um, Again, not recommended. No. Just, that's that's how it's done. So... Yes, I was playing a lot of twenty twenty five line and some some lower amounts too, but um, quarter hit three royals. It was nice, but uh, like when I hit the first one, I was already down more than a royal's worth. Mm-hmm. Hit the second one, it probably put me up for a while, and then mm-hmm. at one point, I just went hog wild. Like yeah. we we're getting close to the end of the trip, I'm like, I still have most of my money. And oh boy. Yeah. yeah, decided to go on a run, and I was playing more. Then I'm like, I'm going to play dollar five line, and I was doing all kinds of shit, and they went up and down and up and up. But I ended up down a little bit. Um, my my point to all this is there a point to all this other than to say it was fun to hit three royals, even though I lost money. The other point is this is a, an issue I have with, and I get why they do it, but casinos are constantly touting the jackpot hits. Oh yeah, that they have, and. Some of them will have like a person, like four queens. I think about they always show Patty. They Patty. have a hashtag Patty happens, and Patty's mm-hmm. playing big buck video poker and constantly hitting jackpots. And I'm entertained by this to some extent, but also all they're showing is the jackpots. And of mm-hmm. course, they're not going to show all of her shitty losing hands, but it provides a perception that oh, if you go and play at four queens or wherever, because all mm-hmm. the casinos do it, um, you know. You're going to win all kinds of money, which certainly isn't reality. But it, I think it skews people's perceptions sometimes. Yeah. Another thing that annoys me about that is... Go the re- on. The Review Journal, at some point, has started... And, it, and they've been doing it for a, quite a while. But if somebody hits like a million dollar jackpot or something, mm-hmm. they treat that as news. And it happens, seems like at least once a week, where someone will hit a big slot machine jackpot or something. Uh-huh. Like, you're putting that in your newspaper? That seems a little weird. Hmm. And again... I don't know. I think some of these things are fostering problem gambling, and I problem gambling, and I don't want to be part of the problem. So I'm just going to say, yes, you can go nuts like I do, mm-hmm. but you still might lose. Or you cannot go nuts like I do and still lose. That's true. <laughs> I don't know what my point is, but I had a great time going nuts. So good, no regrets. Good. It would have been. I nice. had a good time. The gambling wasn't. My favorite part, but I had a good time outside of gambling. Did you have gambling. any specific slot machines that you 
um, <laughs> particularly enjoyed or not? Um, I liked Magic of the Nile. That was nice to me for a couple days. You were doing like some quick hit bonus stuff on yeah. there, right? And not yeah. quick hit the slot machine quick hits, but no. you were playing those for a short amount of time. Hitting the bonus and, and then cashing getting out. out of there. Yeah. But then like the next day, it just went cold. Yeah. So like one day I was doing really well on those and then the next day it was like nothing. Right. Uh, would you like to talk about Cashman Bingo? Cashman Bingo is one of these machines where... Uh, I know we've talked about it earlier. Did we talk about this previously? Yeah. It has like a bingo style screen and as it fills up mm-hmm. with um, amounts off of that come off of your main... Yep. Um, your main reels uh, when a certain symbol hits in a certain position. Once you get a bingo, then you, you then cash you in that amount. Blah, yeah, blah, blah. that's your bonus. And it's one of those machines where you look at it and it's like, oh, the board is almost full. I should play this. And, <laughs> and, <laughs> and sometimes that can be great because it'll hit fairly quickly and you'll cash out something and then you can walk away. And sometimes it won't. Other times it holds you captive and then you're like, I put this much money in and I'm not walking away. Fuck yeah. this shit. You get yeah. stubborn. We've done that. We, we play- did that. We did that because we were playing one at Aria. I think it was our first day. Yep. And these two dudes were lurking in the background they were ready and, and to we were both in. like, Fuck you. This is my bonus. I don't care how little it pays. It's mine. You're not getting it. So I think we ended up putting in, you were ready to give up at, I think you would put 60 what? bucks in. Yeah. And I, and then I'm like, I'll save the day here. And I put a hundred in. I put a hundred in thinking it'll take like 20 or 40 bucks. Oh no. No. Got it down. Did you have to put another 20 in? I'm not sure. I think you ended up cashing yeah. out about 60 bucks. Yeah. So yeah, we ended up losing a hundred bucks, but mm-hmm. I was entertained by that point. I'm just like, yeah, we're seeing this fucker through. Yep. Um, I, I, I'm a sucker for those machines too. Yeah. It was fun. It was and fun so, even and, though. Yeah. Sometimes I'll be like I'll, ready to give up and you'll be like, oh, I'll try I'll it. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. Again, you have more of a tolerance for that than I do. Yeah. But as far as that, like there weren't like any new slot machines that like we didn't really play. There's, it seems like there's not as many and maybe yeah. this is just skewed perception. Of like the movie and TV themed machines mm-hmm. as there used to be, or at least not that are interesting. Yeah. Um, and they're all like variations on the older ones. Like there are some yeah. new Wonkas, there are some new Wizard of Oz ones. You see a lot of that. It seems like they stick with... New James Bond ones. Maybe they do longer term licensing that gives them... The, the slot manufacturers yeah. do longer term licensing that gives them the opportunity. Or yeah. if, if it's success, at least that's what they do. Yeah. One slot I enjoyed playing, and I'd like to thank Krish for pointing this out. Yes. Um, Invaders from the Planet Moolah. It's been around a while, but there yeah, are a couple new... Rough. I've never played them. Yeah. Oh, they're fun because you... <laughs> they're just kind of goofy because you'll get a cow and it'll just go, moo. <laughs> I like a... Uh... I like a stubborn cow. <laughs> mm-hmm. the, the cows are sassy. Oh, okay. Yeah. It, I'll check that out next time. It was time. fun. Yeah. All it didn't right, hurt that so. the first time I, I played it this trip, I played it for a long time. Well, that's fine. That was nice. At least you get your, your yeah. entertainment value out of it. All right. Moving along from gambling, this trip we stayed at Vidara. And the reason for that is I, I wanted to stay, we, were, we knew we were going to stay on the strip, but I wanted to stay somewhere different. I just mm-hmm. wanted to mix it up a little bit. Yeah. And... Comparing rates and stuff, I was able to get a pretty decent rate at Vidara for a large room, mm-hmm. and that's an important thing to me. So it was a Vidara. And did you get a free lanyard with your room? No, I've been getting shit from people for staying at Vidara. We'll get into that in a second. But anyway, it was a Vidara suite with Fountain View. Mm-hmm. It was nice. It was a nice view. It was view. a good view. Yeah. Uh, got to see. Yeah. Spacious room. Yeah. So let's talk about the room Had and a the fridge. location. Did you use the stove? What did I did not use the stove I used top. the microwave. Yeah, that's right. You warmed up a donut or something, didn't you? I, yeah, I got a cinnamon roll from District Donuts in Cosmo. And well, how handy is that? It was because it was starting to get a little crusty, you know. Yeah. As they do, and then you just pop it in the microwave, and it warms it right up and softens oh, it. Oh, is that how it beautiful. works? Yeah. Thank you, Martha Stewart. <laughs> so the thing about Vidara, and you were standing there, so it was like table side microwave. <laughs> there's a new, there's a new trend. Uh, Vidara is very much a businessy hotel mm-hmm. in terms of like the room quality and stuff. It is like a an extended stay kind of thing, except for a level up from your Hampton Inn or mm-hmm. you know something like that. But in terms of you can tell from the room design, that's definitely. And I think there were, I don't know if there actually are any condos in there. I think there were going to be condos in there, but it, it feels very. Um, 
it's it's designed less for style and more yeah. for usefulness. Yes. So yes, there is a full utilitarian. Size, yeah, there's a full size fridge. There's a stovetop. There's a microwave. There's a dining room table. There's a dishwasher. There is a dishwasher. No oven. So I couldn't make roast. I couldn't roast a turkey. No. But, but you could make chili. I could make chili or a variety of soups. Mm-hmm. Didn't, but could have. So you've got the kitchen and dining room area. You've got a half bath right when you walk in. You've got a full-size bath off of the bedroom, and then you've got a living room area as well. So it's a pretty good-sized room, despite the fact that like it's you know fairly basic design. I don't mind that. I want space. Mm-hmm. I want quiet. Mm-hmm. Very quiet. It was very quiet. We're on the 42nd floor. I didn't hear anything from outside. Nope. So I think some of the rooms of Vidar, you might risk hearing... Sirens, because there's the fire station right there, but okay. we didn't, or the police, the, uh, the, I don't know if they have fire engines there, or if it's just paramedics, but anyway, yep. we didn't hear any of that. Um, the one right when you're walking from Vidar to Cosmo, yep. you see the station, yeah. Yeah. Um, so as far as the actual room quality, I was great with it. Yep. Useful, spacious, quiet. Yep. I was surprised that they're... Um, comfortable. Uh the shampoo and conditioner and stuff was as nice as it was. I was... You were expecting a lesser grade? I was. I even brought my own just in case. Really? Because yeah. you have high standards for that? I do have high standards. I'll lather anything on my body. It doesn't matter. You <laughs> could put... You know, you can just put a bar of fucking ivory and mm-hmm. I'd be... So anyway... I didn't take any of it home because I have enough of that. But I did make, make use of the complimentary... The, the complimentary yeah. amenities? Yes. Yeah. And it's a it's a... Good sized bathroom, so mm-hmm. there's plenty of room to get ready for multiple people. Yep. And it's couple things about the bathroom. Yes, this is the one the one qualm. I have a couple qualms. Good. Share them. Um <laughs> when you close the door, there's a pane of frosted glass, so if one person is trying to sleep and the other person is getting ready. These hotel room designers <laughs> Before these rooms are approved, they should be forced to stay in the room with someone else for an mm-hmm. entire week because so many of them do this with the bathroom door. They do the frosted glass yep. and the door is facing the bed. It's right off the bedroom. It's and your like barn style door that you just pull shut. Yeah. Which is fine. That style door yeah, is that fine. That style door is fine. It's just but it has get to be rid solid. of the frosted glass. Just make it solid wood. Yeah. It lights up the whole room. If yep. somebody goes into the bathroom... Like I did, I was up earlier several days, so I'm sorry mm-hmm. for the inconvenience of that. Oh, I just rolled over and I put know. a pillow over my head and went back to sleep. It was fine. But yeah, that's that's a design flaw in my mind. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand if why I'm they keep doing it. If I'm determined to sleep, I'm going to sleep. That's good. <laughs> so yes, that that that's one qualm. Any, um, what else was not? The shower uh, door was a little funky. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I don't think that was a standard thing. I think no, 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 no. It was, it was just our room. It was not. Um, the shower pressure could have been a little bit better. I was okay with the shower pressure. Yeah, yeah, okay. I was okay with that. But okay, um, but yeah, um, the shower door you had to like aggressively pull it to get it to go shut. It wasn't. I don't think it was quite square, so yeah. it was sticking yeah. a little bit. Um, it but, did have a nice soaking tub, which neither of us used, but. One one other thing related to the shower yeah. that you'd pointed out that I agree wholeheartedly with is a lot of times the nicer the room that you stay in, the more complex the shower. Oh, yeah, the shower the temperature control is. This one was this very, required no thought whatsoever. No. You turn the handle, and it's hot. Yep. And if you want it less hot, you go slightly right, and mm-hmm. that is it. Yep. But yeah, you didn't have to like do a complete circle with the thing. It's not like or... a combination lock. Yeah, You're exactly. You're trying to open a safe. You go past hot twice and then turn it. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I appreciated the simplicity of the the shower controls. And re- really, because I've been known to bitch about um, the the light controls. Yeah. In in uh, nicer rooms, that was not a factor this time either. Mm-hmm. They were fairly straightforward. Fa- fairly straightforward. Yeah. I didn't have to spend like five minutes trying to figure out how to turn the lights off. Yep. Or turning them off for the whole thing and then not being able to turn one on the next one. That all complexing. <laughs> so yes, in terms of the, like you said, it's utilitarian. Yeah. In terms of the usefulness of the room. That was good. Th- thumbs up yeah. for the most part. The only other thing, I wanted more counter space. In the bathroom? Yeah, because I bring a lot of bathroom stuff. You sure do. And I could have used a little more of that. Okay. That's a fair that's I'm a used fair to critique. circa counter space and this was like half that. Oh, got it. 
Okay, other than the room, the other a big part of the reason I wanted to stay in that location is I thought it would even though it's right next to Cosmo. Mm-hmm. When we stay at Cosmo, we often stay at, at Cosmo, Cosmo barely, and never leave the property. We don't leave that often. Yeah. So I figured um, I wanted to have something that would kind of push me to use to to check out Aria more. Mm-hmm. We haven't done that a lot lately. And then Bellagio as well. Yep. What did you... Th- that worked. That strategy worked. Yeah, I thought so too. Um, I ended up... Well, we, we'll get into restaurants again next week, but we ended up eating at Aria several times. Mm-hmm. I played... We had at Vidara a couple times. Yeah. Um, so yes, it did push us out of that. And although... We were, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. We were... Although by the end of the trip, we kind of got into the... It's all the way over there. Yeah. So the proximity to the other casinos is very nice. That is one of the selling points of Vidara to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's connected mostly by an indoor walkway. A short stretch of it is outdoors to Bellagio. Mm-hmm. And you can get from the lobby at Vidara to the casino at Bellagio. I timed it at about six minutes. You're actually in Bellagio in about two mm-hmm. or less because... It, but it's all like but it's the, all like the hallways, yeah, and, conference space yeah. and restaurant space and stuff. So that's very convenient. Aria is about three minutes, two yep. to three minutes. Cosmo is about two to three minutes. If you go outside, which yeah, sometimes we went through um, crystal, Aria and crystals, and sometimes Cosmo, we went outside because yeah. it was very De- hot. But depending on yeah the the heat level of the day, yeah, both if we were fine to have air conditioning or not. Um. It's very breezy that walk between Vidara yeah, and Cosmo. I don't know why it gets so windy there, but yeah. I, I anyway. So yes, I enjoyed the location very much. Um, in retrospect, you know, it was a it was a good experiment. Next mm-hmm. time around, I'm probably likely to go back to Cosmo oh, if same. I want to stay on this yeah. trip. I would push harder for Cosmo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Although when we pulled in, Cosmo um, was a clusterfuck. Plus, yeah, it. The cab line was stretched all the way back to the strip, yeah. so it was nice going into Vidara, like checking in, being up to our room within like five ten minutes. Yep. There was one inconvenience with check in; their system was down at Vidara oh, when we yeah. checked in. So I had they actually filled out a form, which I'm not crazy about them writing my credit, credit card number yeah. down and all that. And the problem, and, and then they put that through manually later mm-hmm. when their system was back up. The problem was putting the card through manually then triggered. A security a fraud, alert. Yeah. fraud alert on my credit card, and so I got up the next morning and I had you know an email that said you should call our security mm-hmm. department. So I called and I had them unlock that. I don't know if they had actually locked it, but uh-huh. Vidara wasn't able to put through their you know their charges. Oh, so I unlocked that, got it all cleared up. It took ten minutes on the phone, and then I had to go back down to the Vidara desk and have them run it again. Mm-hmm. Again, it was a minor inconvenience. If there had been long lines at the at the registration desk or something, it probably would have been more of an annoyance, but yeah. this it wasn't that huge of a deal. Yeah. Um, minor annoyance. And again, systems go down, it happens, what are you going to do? The other thing that reminded well, we me of, we couldn't room. charge to the room very much. We yeah. were hoping that Cosmo would let us, they didn't, well, even some places in Aria. It was inconsistent with Cosmo though, because like when I asked at one restaurant, they said yes, they could, but they couldn't, they ended up not being able to because we hadn't checked in. Oh. Or... They didn't show the record of us checking in because of the manual process. Oh, okay. But others simply said, no, you can't yet. So they're yeah. still working through that transition. It may be a case of some of the restaurants or some of the employees don't know that they can charge mm-hmm. to Vidara. They've said it's Aria and Bellagio. Mm-hmm. So anyway, they're still working through some of those things. But again, I th- that was a minor inconvenience, yeah. and I didn't mind just throwing them on the credit card instead. Yep. Um, so yeah, that's Vidara. We'll talk a little bit about their restaurant. We ate there. We'll talk about that next week couple other things. One of the things that we did while we were there, we saw Aerosmith. Oh, yeah. They have a residency at Dolby Live at Park uh, Park Theater. Why is and the... I forgot to turn off that. Nobody else can hear that. Okay. Um, They're playing us out. They want us to wrap up. <laughs> I know. So the... Um, I'd like to thank the Academy. <laughs> we wanted to see we wanted to see that show. It's called Deuces Are Wild. And we were supposed to see it in June when we were there. And mm-hmm. they ended up canceling those shows because Steven Tyler went back into rehab. And fortunately, we also had tickets for September. Mm-hmm. So we ended up still being able to see the show this trip. We got our tickets when Live Nation, once a year, they have concert week. Mm-hmm. And this is a great thing. And you should keep an eye out for it next oh, May. Oh, my God. They do... For concerts at Live Nation facilities around the country, I don't know if it's internationally or not, but around the country, during concert week, they'll put 
uh, select shows on sale for $25 all in. Mm-hmm. So that includes all the fees, fees everything. everything. 25 yep. bucks. And I remember like a couple of years ago, there wasn't anything I was interested no, in. No, a lot of times there's not. But this year, whoo. Yeah, this year was pretty good. So I noticed that they had among their Vegas shows was mm-hmm. Aerosmith. And again, it's not necessarily going to be every show. And no. you don't necessarily have the wide. You're, it's not the best available seat. You know, you're not going to end up in the pit or anything. But... The seats were pretty good. Yeah, we were they in, were. We were in section. We ended up in section three hundred six. I think for the June show, we were in the two hundred something section. Oh, man. So we would have been down a little bit closer, even. But um, yeah, so it was three hundred six, which is off, off to one of the sides. But mm-hmm. the sight lines are still really good. Yep. Um, cup holders still suck. Yeah, that's the one qualm with Dolby Live. Those fucking cup holders are worthless because they're right on the end of the short armrest arm instead of on the seat in front of you, which would yeah. be a much better use. Regardless of that, I do like the Dolby Live Theater a it's lot. The sound. They So these these shows, the latest batch of Aerosmith shows, were the first ones with a revamped sound system using Dolby Atmos. And I was, I, I was curious whether or not it would be noticeable. And it was. It very much was. You can hear shit coming from behind you and to the sides yep. of you. And it's quite a it's impressive a sound experiences i was thinking i know they've been touting that they'll be able to do all kinds of things like that at the msg sphere when that opens mm-hmm. and i'm like giddy up it's cool when mm-hmm. when you're when it, it truly sounds like surround sound which yeah. you don't usually get at a concert um uh, so the sound was magnificent mm-hmm. the show itself um again exceeded expectations oh yeah holy shit those guys sound good oh my god very impressed with how Aerosmith has held up. Yep. Uh, they have a fill-in drummer. Their their um, longtime drummer has taken some time off because his wife died, and they had some. The band and him had had some clashes before, so I, I'm curious. I don't know if he'll ever be back. But regardless, um, he was the only member that was not present. Um, and then they have a string section and a mm-hmm. sax player, and a key. they have a full-on band yeah. beyond just the five guys and they all sounded great mm-hmm. yeah, steven tyler's voice yeah especially holy shit you know you always hear about like vince neal from motley Crue and how his voice is completely shot mm-hmm. and how yeah. he hands the microphone off to everybody yeah yeah steven tyler's been doing it a lot longer and he's taking care of his voice really good yeah so the quality of the show is fantastic they've done a few other shows around the country um not a ton, but they've done a few, and the set list is similar to this. Mm-hmm. However, um, you can't tour. Well, you could, but it would be ridiculously expensive. You can't tour the full production. Yeah. So even if they do the same set list, it's going to be a better experience in Las Vegas because yes. of the sound system, because of the... Uh, the visuals. The visuals, and I don't want to ruin too much. They've got yeah. some weird stuff going on, but... yeah. Um, it was fantastic. I would recommend it. If you've considered going to see Aerosmith in Las Vegas... Do it. Do it. Oh, as far as the tickets we had, so $25 tickets, and that, again, timing, good timing with when we were able to buy them. Mm-hmm. Uh, those tickets at the time of the show or leading up to the show would have been all in about 200 bucks a pop. Mm-hmm. So... We got a good deal. That's a good deal. And we got some damn good entertainment out of it. Regardless of that, if we had paid full price, I still would have been really impressed with the show. Oh, yeah. So the fact we got a good deal was nice, mm-hmm. but the show in the and of show itself was, great. was fantastic. The set list spanned their career. Mm-hmm. I love that they start the set, and you can find that online, but yeah. they start with Back in the Saddle, which mm-hmm. is, considering that they took time off and yep. it's after COVID and all that, perfect starting song. Yep. But they do some of their older hits. They do some newer hits. They do some deep cuts. Mm-hmm. They expand a bunch of their albums. Um, it wasn't all. It wasn't like, all like late hits. era. Yeah. So I was really happy with the set list as well. Mm-hmm. And they did like one section where it was kind of a couple songs that were more bluesy. Yep. Um, Joe Perry sang something. Joe Perry sang a song off, yeah. of, off of one of their older albums. It was it was great. Yeah. Highly recommend. Thumbs yes. up. Hooray for, and I love that theater. Oh, yeah. I really, for the most part, I really do. I would see something, like, that would be, if there's something I was on the fence about, that would help, mm-hmm. knowing that it's there and that it's, yeah. yeah. I love seeing shows like this in Las Vegas. Again, mm-hmm. the ability to do a, a cool production. Yeah. It's awesome. Oh, yeah. They had a, a video to start, 
and then they had like a 30 minute countdown on the screen. Yeah, the show, the ticket time is eight mm-hmm. and the video starts at eight and that runs about half an hour. And that's like, it's kind of a uh, band retrospective documentary yeah. sort of thing. Um, and they've got some weird stuff going on on stage. They've got some like characters walking around and shit. It's mm-hmm. like weird, like almost oh, yeah. Cirque, Cirque like kind of stuff. But it's, that's, I don't know. I don't know if that's necessary, but I guess yeah. to be, keep people distracted while they lead up to the show. Yep. Great show. Highly recommend. Yes. Hooray for Aerosmith. Mm-hmm. All right. Before we wrap things up, uh, one other huge part of our trip experience was that we got to meet and hang out with and reunite <clears throat> with a bunch of people, mm-hmm. and that was amazing. We were there for our friend Mikey's uh 19th 21st birthday yes is that how he was framing it so um he had invited a bunch of people and a bunch of us went Mm -hmm. and had a great time and um i'm expecting in the next couple weeks he will have a an extensive review of his room Mm -hmm. on his website vegasnob.com which i cannot wait for yes it'll be glorious he had an amazing room, and we got to hang out there. Mm-hmm. We might talk about that more, but uh, we'll leave the majority of that to his review. Yeah. Uh, so we got to hang out with people there, and that was mm-hmm. amazing. We also ran into some listeners, so I just wanted to wanted to give some shout outs to a few people that okay. we ran into and hung out with. So we were we were, we did go downtown to Circa mm-hmm. uh, a couple times. We were having a nice meal at 8 East, as one will do, Yep. and ran into Paul and Ashley, who we had not met previously, and they were very lovely mm-hmm. and very um, complimentary to us, and it was very nice was to meet very them. very nice, so yes. Thank, thank you for you saying for hello. Stopping. Much appreciated. It was great to meet you. Uh, and then we were playing at Circa, and Travis and Ken, who we've met before, mm-hmm. we, got, we had a lovely chat with them. Yes. That was fun. So hello to you, and thank you very much for hanging out with us for a little bit. Yes, that was awesome. And then walking through Circa, we ran into a listener named Brett who works there. said some very nice things. Yeah. So thank you very very much. People were very nice. Thank you. Yes, it's always, I'm always like taken aback Mm -hmm. when people stop us and say nice things. Like pleasantly taken aback. Yeah, oh, very much. Yes, 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 yes. It it means a lot. So thank you so much for Mm -hmm. for For saying hello. For the kind words. I appreciate that. And then uh, a bunch of friends that we got to hang out with do I have a pretty good list here? I don't want to leave anybody off, but um, a lot of our a lot of our old uh, Summit crew, mm-hmm. Hunter and Megan, we got to hang out with them. Yep. John Hall, mm-hmm. Aaron, aka Miss Nomer, had a great time hanging out with them. Matt and Chris, Chris yep. from DC, Subway Mike, Kylie and Mike. All the mics were there. All the mics were there. <laughs> Mike Simons, yeah. So yeah. We had we we hung out with everybody named yep. Mike who listens to the show. Yes, <laughs> and several other people, and had a wonderful time. Yeah. I just want to thank them for making yeah. our trip amazing and memorable. And yes, it, it was, was a lot great. of fun. We had many laughs, yes. and good times. So, uh, yes, I feel very fortunate for the people that we've become friends with and acquainted with and met as a result of this ridiculous show. So, mm-hmm. um, it's nice when you cross paths with them again and get caught up and all that. So. All right, so we're gonna we'll be talking more about the trip next week, and specifically food and beverage and anything else that comes to mind between now and then. So stick around for that. Uh, before we go, we have some karma donations to thank folks for, including our pal Donnie Mack. We just missed him, unfortunately. It's always fun to cross paths with him in Vegas. He's off to Vegas on September 29th for a few nights at Circa, a couple at Cosmo, hoping to hoping to uh, find a decent price ticket for the football game. There, that works out. There was a Raiders game in town the day we arrived. Oh, and that ended as a mess too. It was a mess. It was great because <laughs> I didn't have any money on it, yeah, so exactly. I was just like, "Woo!" Yeah, it was great. If yeah, if you come oh, down on the right side of that, it was also a pleasure watching um, the Vikings lose on a large screen. It was delightful, <laughs> especially for those of us who had money against them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So anyway, thanks, thanks, Donnie. Hope you hit a hope you hit a royal or three and have a wonderful time. Yes. Uh, Dan, he said, forgot last forgot last time. First two blackjack sessions went O for ten. O, I don't know what the anyway. Oh, ten his, and two? His blackjack went shitty. Oh, it must have been a like 
Um, and no bl- wins, 10 losses, and a, two pushes. And he blamed it on the karma donate, not doing a karma donation. Hope, anyway, regardless. Yes. Dan, thanks. Hope Thank you have you. some good luck. Good luck. Paul with a karma donation for an annual solo poker trip after a three year hiatus in early October, staying at Circa Nomad. Said, thank you both for satisfying and feeding my Vegas appetite. Well, thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting the show. I hope you have great luck. John and Melissa from Minneapolis, karma donation for a trip that's happening right now. Hoping for a multitude of quads. Yes, I, I wish hope that so. for you. I hope a multitude of royals. Mm-hmm. That would be awesome. Dave with a karma donation for a trip that is happening at the end of September, highlighted by the Raiders Broncos game. And I hope that. You have good luck and that the team of your choice wins. Yes. <laughs> Jen and Dave from Indianapolis. Karma donation for a much needed break from the real world. Yay, Vegas. Vegas is good for that, isn't it? It is. Straight up, yeah. Leaving tomorrow and staying at our new favorite Circa. Can't wait to soak up all the Vegasy goodness. I hope you guys have a great time. Yes. Thank you very much. Ben said back again. More good luck. I wish that for you. Mm-hmm. And Sergio, a.k.a. Viva Las Value. Last hurrah for identity comps at Cosmo with my mom. Is it, though? I don't know. It might be a while before they get transitioned. Yeah. So you might, although it might be like the end of his status there. Oh. Okay. Anyway, out for the opening night of Miranda Lambert's residency and no other plans but slot bowling and having fun. Hope you had yes. a wonderful time. Yeah, we missed him by. I know. He arrived the day we left. Uh, okay. Yeah. Sorry, we didn't, sorry we didn't run into you. I hope you have a wonderful time. Yes. So there you go. That's going to do it for this week. As always, 500bymidnight.com is the website. Dear Tim and Michelle, questions can be sent to 500gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Voicemail. Call us. Call us. Call me. Call me maybe. 702-866-9494. would love to hear your reviews, your thoughts, your opinions on all things Vegasy. And that's going to do it for this week. We will be back next week with another show. Until then, we hope you have a great week, and thank you for listening. Bye-bye. Bye.